Welcome to the Loaded Wallet Podcast. This is episode three. I am Jordan Miller. And I'm Justin Smith. And today we're talking about... just Justin, what are we talking about today? I believe you want to talk about credit scores, right? Credit scores, yes. That is what we want to talk about today. We talked about in episode one, we talked about a little bit about real estate. And in real estate, and also just with cars or... Apartments. Apartments. You need to have some type of credit for you because more than likely you're not going to be able to pay for something expensive with five thousand ten thousand twenty thousand plus more dollars so if you're trying to get into real estate or in car this episode is for you and to learn a little bit more about credit score how to build up your credit score and if you have like any type of questions hopefully we, hopefully we answer them today for you so to kind of go over a little bit about uh credit scores think of your credit score as somewhat of a report card like you're in school so if you have when you're in school your homework grades, your quiz grades, your test scores, it's going to boost up your score or drop it depending on how well you do. Same thing with with your credit score. So credit is basically the idea of where you're, bar- you're borrowing money from someone. And your score is basically showing how well are you graded with your credit. Okay. So just a real question. So it's when you're borrowing money. So does this imply, is this also part of, let's say, taking out a loan for uh, school as well yes. or university. Yes. So anytime you take out a loan, it will affect your credit score. Yes, correct? very okay. true. So with uh, a loan for, like you said, for school, that's mm-hmm. important. Loan for a car. Mm-hmm. Your if you have like a credit card with your bank, mm-hmm. any any type of credit card. Uh, so anytime you are borrowing money, it is then basically shown as like that is credit you are borrowing from someone, and then the way either how you pay it on time and how much you do will affect the score. So we'll kind of okay. go, go over those points. So there are uh, five main points to talk about that affects your score and kind of go over the different percentages. Um, before we talk about that, the one point I did uh, just pass by, uh, to think, as I was talking about with school, there in the credit world, at least in America, there are three main credit bureaus. There's the TransUnion, Experian, and Equifax. These are your big three, and typically, so whenever uh, a lender or a bank, they see that, um, well, they're like, okay, so let's say for me, for Jordan, so they look at they look at my credit scores, they, they will find those three uh, credit bureaus, and they will see your overall score. And just like in, when you're in the education world with teachers, teachers might grade differently or look at things differently, they might have different rubric or grading scores, same with these three credit bureaus. So... More than likely, they're gonna be they're not gonna be too far off depending on how you how well you paid your credit lines and stuff. But there there'll be a slight difference. But basically, it'll show it will prove to whatever lender is looking at your overall credit score to basically say, okay, so out of all three of these credit bureaus, they're pretty on point with Jordan's score where he's at. So that, it doesn't just show one score saying, hey, he's really high or one's really low. Does that make sense? Okay, so do they have different requirements for each of these, and that's why there's a little bit of difference but the overall the same they might so think of it too like as a te- um go back to the education world right okay. let's say a teacher values a quiz more than a homework okay or a teacher might value homework more of a quiz or mm-hmm. a pop quiz same thing with them they might have like different criteria that they more they like to see mm-hmm. um i they don't give out guidelines or anything like that but they they one might enjoy might like this better and like let's say they're for, for me, I remember in college, like if you, there's only like four, I think, assignments we had in like one class. And if you missed, like, even if you missed the one assignment, 
like if you were like just late by like a minute they're like oh no we don't want it that's no good but then i had another teacher this basically the same same type of uh, way they looked at it. it was only four grades if you were late by like you know a day or so it'd be fine that's so that's totally fine you can come back later same thing with in this scenario which gets to my next point is uh one of the biggest points in your credit score is your payment history mm-hmm. um payment history is makes about 35 percent of your overall score um to have like a perfect score you need to pay your credit card on time which is really really important if you if you want to have a, a, or at least a good score a good score um credit scores look at your overall time um time payments to then your total payments so to kind of give a better explanation of that i have a a little example here um mike has a credit card for almost four years during that time mike has paid his credit card on time 46 times so out of the four years he is now he's had his card each month he has paid it 46 times on time but for one month though he was he was very busy with on his vacation that he forgot to pay the bill so his total payments he has he has had was 47 so so he's missed the one payment, even though it's not the end of the world, it can dramatically have an effect on your overall credit over time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the, again, it's not the end of the world because after, usually after two years, the, that does, it's not really a big deal to credit bureaus. So will his credit score still go down even if it's just one payment yes. at 46? Yes. Okay. So, and for, um, I've had, what well, that, was, that was an example, um, I've had friends who've had that where they, it dropped about like... 50 to 60 70 points which could be a pretty big Ooh. pretty big factor if you think about it it's like the first one like the biggest drop and then will slowly or is it just like keeps on dropping significantly it depends um on which bureaus because again like like i said bureaus might do it like immediately depend mm. and it also depends on how much of that money was too did you miss so okay. and the example i was talking about uh uh mike had it was i didn't say it but um, it was like $700 he had on his vacation. Mm-hmm. And so it depends on how much you had and also how much how much you owed and also how much was on that card. So if it was like $1,000, you know, if it was, you know, 700 that's a lot of money that you, okay. you just strictly missed. So it just depends on the situation too. So that also plays a big factor. Uh, so while, so for instance, while Josh, or sorry, excuse me, Mike had $700 he owed on this vacation, um, he was nervous to pay his bill um, because he didn't have enough while he was on vacation. He missed paying it on time. There is, to pay it off, even though you don't have the $700 up front, uh, you can do the minimum payment, which typically is a low number. It's usually around 20 maybe $30, depending on how your bank... Oh, wow. That is what I thought it would be like a percentage or something from the overall... It, de- it depends on how your where your credit card is, so that's something you want to look mm. into uh, overall. But having that option is better overall but and i would say for those if they're like okay so i can just have a high credit card all the time and just pay the minimum payment well that's going to hurt you financially in the yeah. long run because it's going to be stressful you're going to have to worry about it just saying oh i still owe that 700 dollars. some point you're going to pay it that's interest going to build up over time so you're saying that i can't just like keep on maxing out my credit card each month and only paying 20 dollars exactly for exactly it's okay. just going to hurt you long run and it also banks don't like that either because they can see that and mm-hmm. or lenders they can see how hey, hey look there's still seven hundred dollars that's been on his loan for or loan his card for over a year and they're show that's basically saying you're gonna hold off until the very end until you have to pay that card mm-hmm. so my suggestion is is try to uh understand how much you owe uh to that to the card um knowing okay i shouldn't put 
more money on the card and I should pay it off. Whether if you can't pay it up, up front, pay it off slowly. Try to go more than the minimum payment. Try to go whatever you can financially while you're also saving money and, and doing your regular life things. Okay. So the second point that's really important uh, to talk about is credit utilization, which this is about 30% of your overall credit score that bureaus will look at. Okay. This point looks at how much of your credit cards you have overall and how much you're spending of it. So uh, most in the, in the financial world, thinking, thinking of credit utilization, you shouldn't use no more than 10% of your overall credit. So let's do a basic example. So without, let's say you have one credit card and you have a $1,000 limit, right? Yep. 10% of that is only $100. So yes. in the credit world, they talk about saying don't use more than 10%. So that's $100, only $100 you have to yourself. So let's another example too like that's 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 good but let's say uh matt has a has uh his overall credit limit is ten thousand dollars and then mm-hmm. and matt only spends six thousand dollars of the of his overall credit that's sixty percent that he that he has used his overall of his yeah. credit utilization which is not good that's mm-hmm. that's bad um bureaus will will get you differently and they will th- and think that you are too reliant on your on your credit cards okay and so that they, they think like well at certain points matt might need to use his credit more t- too much and might might worry us to where we want to let him borrow more money because he's he has too much overall credit he's used um and it's something we're not too confident of lending matt more money okay can i ask just a quick question yeah go for it say uh, for the funds example you have a thousand dollar credit card mm-hmm. right and you take out 10% of that, which would be $100, yes. correct? So what if you had multiple credit cards there? If you have multiple would it, credit cards. Would it still, like say if I have, in this example, I have 10 credit cards, right? Mm-hmm. And what's the, what's the limit on each card? Uh, each one of them would be like 1,000. Okay, let's see that. So 10,000 you have. And then I have like uh, 10 each. Would that be okay? Like uh, 100 each. So I spend 100 each one, each one of them. Yes. Would that be okay? So in this case, so so in this case scenario, so you have a so ten cards with thousand yeah. dollar limit. So you have ten thousand dollars, and then you have a hundred dollars on each card. Yes. So yes. that means it would be a total of a thousand. Yes. So, so it'd still be okay in yes. that case. Mm-hmm. However, what if I say instead of that, I do uh, three hundred dollars. Three hundred. So that's that's three thousand yeah. dollars uh, ten thousand. So that's thirty. That'd be thirty percent. Thirty percent. So that would they still look at that overall because it's split up or how would that work it would still would it still look bad or would it be like okay well it's not that bad it's not it's not the it's not the end of the world it's probably a better scenario in that one than than you said in the a thousand dollars to only a hundred percent or a hundred dollars um so it's probably better but at Mm. the same time it's more suggested to be in the lower utilization Mm. it's it's better that you did that way it's better but also don't if for listeners as well don't rush out there to try to apply for 10 cards okay. at, at once I'll, we'll talk about that later okay but but that yes that situation would have been better my overall question would be would it be better to just have one card as ten thousand dollar limit and doing uh three thousand dollars or would it be better to have it split out to 10 different cards with a thousand dollars with three hundred dollars on each that is uh it's better to split to split it out okay um it's it's better to split to split it out, and we'll we'll go deeper into that in uh, okay. future Sounds points. Good to me. But yes, that is a good question to have. Um, the next point I want to talk about is the length of your credit history, which this is basically showing how long have you had your 
credit card or or basically your overall credit that you've had. Uh, this takes about this is about 15% of your overall credit score, and so it's again it's basically showing how long have you had credit, what is how long has those cards been you've had. Uh, so and this is a really important point for anyone to start building their credit. So you want to show like at an early age if you it's better to start early. For me, uh, I had I worked at a, a grocery store and I've the, in the grocery store we had a bank that's uh, near us. And so whenever I would walk by the bank and just drop off, at that time before uh, oh, what's the term now called? I can I'm I'm forgetting the term, but basically before you would you would send your uh, your check to the bank like where you send the routing numbers and stuff i actually got a paper check like it was like old school oh yeah <clears throat> so i would actually get the paper check and take it to the bank my dad used to do that all the time it was one of those like he took me there for the first time like hey let's go take your your check to the bank and i was like super excited to yeah. cash it out but i used to do that all the time and i got really close with the bankers there and where um they had one of the gentlemen uh would kind of like teach me things a lot about credit and stuff uh, and so he taught me like yeah do you know are you like he's he's seen my ex i talked to him all the time about like spending money and like he's like you're pretty well rounded with your money why don't you open a credit card so i opened mine about 18 so it's really helped me now um almost now it's almost five years later now so being able to build up your credit early is really good but also doing it in the the right way is the important part uh okay. there are people i and i've you've heard stories before where they you'll get a credit card and they're just cashing out just a thousand dollars get a switch get a new laptop get a new tv get things i don't <laughs> yes. even need or want and so it is important while it is important to build up your credit history early it's also to know how when is the right time to do it okay that's actually always been a problem for me. So I have a credit card, of course. <coughs> mm -hmm. I think I got my credit card when I was like 19, 20, okay. around that age. However, I, even back then, I barely used that at all. I think I only used it like a couple of times. Mm -hmm. But like that was always a big fear of mine, that I would be irresponsible with that. And I, one, I didn't take it abroad because mm -hmm. I didn't really want to risk that and everything. But the main abroad point, meaning uh, for what, for their listeners, you were. In, uh, I was in. I traveled abroad to China. And I studied abroad in China, and I also lived in South Korea for a short amount of time as well. So I didn't really want to take that abroad and see and like use it, or I didn't even know if I could. Mm -hmm. So that was like a big thing with me, and I'm like I keep in my safe because like I'm scared that if I take it out, I will use it mm -hmm. irresponsibly, and I'll just like go spending on everything like okay 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 because i always think about the future like okay i have a job right now mm -hmm. i'm gonna get paid this much this much this much during this time frame and i'm like oh i'll be fine mm -hmm. so i take out and i see something that i really want mm -hmm. and i just swipe it not even really thinking about it that deeply mm -hmm. like uh I, I can i can pay it off later i can pay it off later right that's always been like a big fear of mine okay is that i'll say oh i can pay it off later but i never do okay so to, to that point to yeah. to try to make it feel feel more comfortable of using it mm -hmm. um going back to the first point when we talked about the payment history where mm -hmm. mike used his card 46 times and he missed only 47 payments so in that case he's using his card every month so he even though he missed that one month he showed he paid off each and every month so let's say now in your case let's say now it's been 48 months so just hypothetically just making one up 
and you don't use it every month or you're not using it every single month, it actually shows that you're not willing to use your credit. Now mm. to get to get to to help you be better at spending it, uh, back when, when I first got my credit card, my advice was to use it for in the first at least few months where you feel comfortable, use it for one and one only purchase and like thinking of it like that. And the the one purchase that for most Americans that they need is gas mm-hmm. for their cars. Yeah. So I primarily for the first probably three or four months, I only used it for gas and gas only. So it was about 60, maybe 80 bucks, like a month, like bill. And I always knew it was only that, that much. Mm-hmm. So for your example, going to abroad, I kind of, I couldn't really tell you because I, I really don't know what you could use there technically like with the card and stuff but now mm-hmm. being back in america i think now what you should try to do is just use it only for gas okay so whether i know for you you said it was in your was shelf or it was in your desk it's in my uh, safe safe okay yeah. so i would pre- like if it makes you feel more comfortable i even i i've had friends that they talked about they put literally <laughs> they'll take a piece of paper and they'll take tape and they'll just put gas on it where it just literally so they just know that the only time you can use this card is literally only gas and i used to laugh at them all the time but it's like yeah man i, I if i see, if i don't see gas on it i think gas and food and video games and and miscellaneous <laughs> where they're just buying more and more things so it's really important so like if they see that they're like okay this card is primarily my gas card okay that's a really useful tip i'll definitely have to use that okay i do have one more small question just about credit history and all Mm -hmm. that so uh you went to university right yes so i'm also in university but i had to take out a few loans Mm -hmm. so my main question is the loans don't really start i don't have to start paying them until after i graduate yes okay if i start if i pay it all off now before i graduate would i go look better on my credit history or how would that look technically no technically because no. it's basically you didn't build like you don't have they don't we don't see a payment of like okay so when justin's credit or when his, his loan started it doesn't uh it doesn't show you having one it, it might just show one big huge payment but it doesn't show when it started so it's It'd be better. Now it depends too on the interest rate. If it's really high, like a high, I don't, I don't know what your loans are mm. financially, but if you have a high interest rate, I, in my suggestion, depending on what it is, uh, if it's a low interest rate where it's not, not too bad, and it's not, if it's not a huge month to month bill payment, mm. then if it's not all those factors, then pay it off right away. But if it's like a high where you're paying like a lot of money, you're stressed mm. about it, and it's like a month to month, and you just don't feel like you could do. If you did have the savings and all that money, I would pay it off right away. So what you're saying is kind of like, if I just save all, like, I don't have to start paying until May next year, right? Okay. Until I graduate, right? Mm-hmm. So if I just save all the money now, and I just have that in my savings account, ready to pay off mm-hmm. my my loans. Mm-hmm. If I just have the whole tax sum, instead of just paying it all right when it's due in May, mm-hmm. I should, like, just pay the payments for a few months at least or if it makes you feel more comfortable this is some a strategy i've heard too is like where you pay off basically everything to where there's only a year or so left mm-hmm. so then that way in that year it'll show you paying it off for the full year and then be done with it mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah so like where basically you have only just one year's left to pay and then that way it shows 12 months of you paying off that loan okay so that will help my credit score at least a yes. little bit yes. okay so if that makes you feel more comfortable i've seen people yes. do that if you have that Potential to pay it all off like that. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That really helps. Okay. 
And then, uh, so let's talk about the fourth uh, big point in your credit score is credit lines or multiple credit lines. This makes about about 10% of your score. Um, and so if, if you think about it, uh, having m multiple cards creates more history, basically. Okay. So for instance, for me, I have, uh, when I, actually when I first started, I didn't have a bank card for first mm -hmm. because they told me I didn't have any credit or anything before that. Um, I did have some money, but they said, but one of the suggestions I got was getting a, st a store credit card. So mm -hmm. if you go to Kohl's um, or if you go to some type of those uh, clothing stores, they usually offer some type of three per oh, okay. th some percent off if you get a card today. And so we start off with that. Um, that's a great way to kind of get into, usually it's a low limit of like how much you can spend. That's how they kind of get you. Mm -hmm. um, so I... I always suggest that to those to start with, if they can't get a credit card in their bank, get a card with their with some type of uh, uh, store. Okay. So, and so if you have more credit lines, that that creates more history, which creates more uh, showing more to the the bureaus, credit bureaus, showing that oh, Jordan has paid now two credit cards on time, and he's paying them off at the same time, and he and he just keeps doing it every month. So that that proves that. We can really trust Jordan. He's not paying two cards or three. It doesn't matter the number, but the the, the point is is that the more cards you have and they've and you're proving you can pay each card on time shows that you're more reliable and you're a good person with your money. Okay, sounds good. To me. Okay. So again, so are you saying <coughs> that more cards is better overall, or is there like a limit to how many cards you should have? I'm just like really curious because with the credit lines and credit history and everything. Mm -hmm. So sure. So. To answer that question, I would say it's it's better to have more cards, but at the same time, again, it's being financially savvy where you know, mm -hmm. okay, how much is on each card? You should, like, I always, for, for me, I suggest to people to have one card for at least a year or two before applying for another card because that way, and do it well. And because, like, if you're missing payments, if you're, if you feel like I'm still spending too much money, like, where for you, like you said, like, you're afraid to, mm -hmm. uh, you're going to might buy things that you just don't need right mm -hmm. and so the point is is that you want to be able to feel at that point where like i can easily control my credit card and like i don't need to like i i can easily say okay i don't need this object in my life but i do need food gas or whatever that mm -hmm. is necessarily does that make sense yes so and the, the reason why you if you do that really well um, like where you feel like comfortable with credit cards, then you can start doing the kind of reward cards, which mm. I don't know if you, if you've, at least for me in college, I used to get all the time mail from like, Oh, I still yes. get them all the time. It's super annoying. Basically, basically if you're, if this doesn't happen to you, um, I don't know how they get them to us or how that signs I up, but know. basically, um, a lot of banks will start sending at least my, and our experience, college students, uh, credit card things all the time just saying like sign up for this credit card sign up for this x y and z personally for me i never sign up sign up for them because i as someone who's trying to get really well at his credit score there's a reason why i don't because uh credit cards have it where if you sign up they'll give you a bonus right they'll give you like a bonus saying like if you do this and you spend x x amount of money we'll give you an x amount of bonus either points or cash whatever it is and the reason why you don't want to sign up for those unless you know what you're doing because those upfront cash bonuses, if you can hit them, that'd be really, really great. So I always try to uh, save up for, for me, my moment, if I ever sign up for a credit card for like last year, um, I got a Speedway gas 
uh, credit card mm -hmm. because I always get gas all the time. That's like primarily the place I usually go yeah. and I usually get like some type of snack, right? Well, they have a credit card and if, if you spend, I think it was around $300, they'll give you like a, basically it's like about 50 bucks of points worth mm -hmm. um, back. And the reason why I love Speedway too is that I get a lot of uh, gift cards there right, mm -hmm. for like for Christmas time, family members, friends, and etc. So then I know I feel comfortable and I'm, I'm going to spend around three hundred dollars or whatever the bonus was so does that make sense yes to, to extent so you want to so because the thing is too is some people like for me i prepared for that like mm -hmm. I, I knew and you have to spend by the way to get that to spend three hundred dollars they make you do it in a window yes so you have to do like in three months four months whatever it is or a short amount of time period you have to spend that amount of money to get that bonus of course and so and the thing is some people will try to reach that and if they're not well versed with their credit card then they're going to just do it no matter what. And then there's going to, and maybe they don't have 300 or $400 or mm -hmm. so they weren't preparing for that. So understand your, how much money you have, how much you can spend and how much, and so you don't overspend. Okay. So you always focus on the now, not the future is what you're saying. Kind Basically. Of say. So okay. like if I, if I'm for the future, I'll, I'll do that. If like, for instance, cause there are people, um, they take advantage of those credit card, uh, rules basically where they're like oh they're gonna give um this big bonus if i sign up if i buy this amount of cash they'll sign up for that card and then they'll move to the next card and the next card and the next card when they feel because they feel like the bonus isn't there anymore for that first card so mm. the second card that's the next bonus then they'll go to the third card and you still keep those lines open because that shows your credit history and your your you know you're still paying that card off because if you let's say let's say you um delete or let's say you get rid of a credit card and you say, I'm closing this credit card down. You're actually deleting your payment history and it actually hurts your score because you're basically saying that that didn't exist. That's what, that's how that works. That sounds like a really... So don't close a credit card. That's, that's a, even though it sounds like it makes sense, like it does, yeah. it could be like your thing, like where you just keep it in a safe somewhere where it's like, no one can get a hold of it. I never Ooh. want to use this card again, but it's still, you're closing your limit down. You're closing previous history so never ever ever disclaimer never close a credit card that seems like a that seems like something bad waiting to, like it, it seems like we should have a system <laughs> in place for this like they, it just always just keeps the history instead of just like it would make more sense you think you think yeah. about it but it's um yeah it seems like a hassle more than anything just to keep it open like that oh because if, mm. if you like close it like can people still use it if you like keep it in the safe, someone gets into the safe and then uses it. Yes, it, so, dep it depends because also there's like an, uh, expiration dates on cards and where okay, you can okay, um, kind of thing too. So that's something to think about. Mm. Um, something maybe we can get deeper into like in another episode. Okay. But uh, going just finishing the credit line uh, kind of aspect, uh, it's gonna take a while for you to to build up your history over mm -hmm. time and again this is only 10% like your credit lines um, but I recommend always to those diversifying your cards and what you're looking for uh, like I said I got a bank card or sorry a store card first and then mm -hmm. I got a bank card and then now I have a gas which is still a store card a gas card and so there's basically I always have a place too where um, if you all see in banks or in cards they give you better percentages if you use their card primarily and their own store or mm. wherever they want. So, for instance, my bank card gives me bonus points for if I spend money on food in certain areas or different locations. Okay. My Kohl's will give me better 
better uh they don't give me necessarily this they'll give me coupons in certain time frames um if i use in their store and in speedway i get more points if i use uh their their point or if i buy gas there and like mm -hmm. certain uh purchases i'll get better money back okay that makes sense. so understand maybe you can look into yourself like while you're doing your okay how much money do i spend and then like figure out okay where do i spend the most money and then what place should i actually apply if they have a credit card does that make sense yes and there's there's plenty of sources where you can google that um and it's something you easily just look into but i always suggest that to those um if they're first starting and if, if you're still also looking for a card for any for anyone that's out there like if you can't get a store card uh there's a card called secure card it's usually typically a low bank card to start off with mm. uh, at a bank flip that up secure card and easily one of the best things that like one of the easier cards to get for most who are just still starting so. okay. and the the final point um, that makes up your credit score history is new credit card lines this is another 10% that takes place in your uh, credit score um, so think about it in this way new credit lines is basically when you're saying you're applying for these cards right mm -hmm. so now let's say you're you're look at your first starting right uh, my suggestion is is to look at maybe either one you should, i'd only suggest probably one card to apply for because let's say let's say hypothetically let's go back to another name mike right mike is now he applies for 10 credit cards or like 20 mm. right that's a large number that's and a lot of if credit, credit if credit bureaus see that they're like why is mike applying for 10 credit cards and then they start judging or assuming like maybe he's broke maybe he needs a lot of money he needs like he needs money now or kind of thing so if you do that it will backfire on you and actually hurt your score and it will hurt your score just like by a small amount with the first card that you apply for but uh it's only for a short period amount of time so don't worry about it too much and it'll it'll go back up immediately usually it's like it doesn't not too long but i suggested those like to only apply for like one card that they feel comfortable with at the beginning mm -hmm. and that's something like that's usually works for me and i'm for for others and that that have also talked with me okay so going off that multiple line things just a quick question that i thought of can you pay off a credit card with a credit card no 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 don't don't do that don't do that don't do that that's, bad not, idea. that's a bad idea really bad idea yeah that's just not it's just it's just gonna if anything it's gonna backfire more on you mm -hmm. than anything it's just not a good idea to do mm -hmm. um but no it's don't do that has anyone done that in the past do you know of I don't know to be honest with you because like for me I've never done that before and I just don't think that's it doesn't sound like a small idea no but it's like okay but you never miss a payment if you just pay it off with a credit card then you pay it off with the other credit no, card I no? Just don't, no I just don't think so I no? don't think so. No. so you can't just like infinite no. loop with two credit cards <laughs> no I just that, okay. just that just sounds wrong and I, just, <laughs> I would not suggest it to somebody either okay I was just curious it's an interesting question but no. No, really bad. No. Okay. Disclaimer, do not do this. It's <laughs> a really bad idea. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, in conclusion, uh, these tips are really important for those who are really wanting to, not even just real estate, but just building your credit score, because it's going to help you eventually at some point or another. You're probably going to want to buy something that you don't have the money up front for, mm -hmm. whether it's a house, a car, a uh, I can't think of any other big random purchase. An RV. I don't know. Motorcycle. An RV. <laughs> motorcycle. Dog. I don't know. <laughs> That's a VR dog. headset. Yeah. See, the point is, is that you want to do, you want to start, start this credit 
journey eventually at some point. And these five tips are really important. So paying your card on time is going to really help you to show that you're that we that the lenders can trust you and that that we can say, hey, this guy he pays his stuff on time. He can borrow money. Uh, keep your overall credit usage low. Keep